What up, what up, what up? What's happening, y'all? This is the Fire This Time Podcast. Episode 67. And my name is Sonny Teray. And I'm Akita G. We are so happy to have y'all back here once again. We have an exciting show planned for y'all. Nothing too deep, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, We got a lot to say. Go ahead, Aki. Uh, you know, we're going to stick with tradition. You know, welcome to people, Aki. Welcome back to Join the Skin for another show, you know, as usual. And as always, like, share, subscribe, leave comments. Let us know what you think. Throw some ideas in there for some new shows, and we will definitely check those out. And we definitely appreciate that. But as usual, you know, we're here in, uh, in the Midwest in some rainy, cloudy weather. But, you know, we're here to try to get some heat to the little chill outside. So what are we dealing with today, Akeem? So, yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, keep on delving into the Democratic campaign strategy, you know, as they try to woo over voters, especially black voters. And uh, we're seeing some continued uh, uh, <laughs> negativity towards black men coming yeah. from the likes of Barack Obama. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're going to get into some of that business. We're also going to talk about uh, Lupita getting a new sponsorship deal with a surprising entity. If you remember, we just said some nice things about Lupita recently and, you know, kind of, you know, congratulating her or at least recognizing her for her refusal to be part of the Woman King. Mm. And it was a principal refusal to not celebrate uh, the benefactors and, uh, you know, co-coordinators of the slave trade. Yeah, yeah. In uh, the Dahomey people. Uh, but, you know, some troubling news, you mm. know, in the weeks after that, that yeah. we're going to talk about. Yeah. But uh, we're going to kick things off today with a uh, topic we touched on last week, but uh, it's rearing its head again. And that is uh, Kanye West. So I- I'll let you kick things off, Aki, before we maybe drill into the video I got planned to play the little link. But uh, I mean, what's been, you know, your uh, perception, your stance on Kanye and the whole discourse around him and his actions as of recent, Aki. I mean, um, you know, he, uh, he, I mean, I'm shocked like everybody else, I guess. But then I ain't. Um, He's been displaying some, you know, some unstable tendencies for like the last, I should say during his Kardashian run. You know, I've been seeing a lot of that and been worried about my man a little bit. But uh, it seemed like some of that shit then came and reared his head because now, you know, he making statements. Whether I agree with some statements or not, <laughs> in some points of it, you know, um, I do have my contentions with some shit he said my damn self. You know, um, I think he's struggling with the weight of, you know, that, that mighty question, how do you keep it real and integrate? How you be true to the people and still and 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 be able to integrate, you know? Because as as much radical language he may or might not use, as much as he try to style himself as this genius who's set apart from the rest of the industry in terms of his ideas, uh, it does. I do agree. I mean, Kanye West isn't really seeking a separation from it, uh, you know. Uh, He's seeking uh, individuals kind of integration into it where he can be part of the, the that round table. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, um, his wealth was accumulated pretty much by um, 
making deals with white people, business deals with white people. Enough of them that it networked him to put him in a billionaire status. Um, and then what happened with them deals, Aki? Well, as usual, when you turn when you turn on the hand that feeds you, you know what I'm saying. Um, and not rely and and you don't rely on your own to feed you. When they choose not to feed you anymore, you know what I'm saying. You left out there in the hunger, and that's what was going on with my man. Um, you know, in the last week, he didn't lost mad business deals with these um, corporations. You know what I'm saying? The corporations that are, you know, supported by white power structure. Um, some even have, you know, exploited, you know, peoples on the planet. And, uh, you know, you was directly connected with them and they pulling out because uh, you ain't good for business. Um... I think some of those moves have been made just because, um, like I say, some of the statements you've been saying. You know, I agree. Jews do run the media. And they do control a lot of things and aspects of media that black people are in. But when you are being paid by them, either you're willing to make the sacrifice to lose it, because you, you don't say nothing after when, when, if my boss is the bitch nigga I'm talking about, Right, say for instance, me and him having a problem. And me and my boss is the person that I'm falling out with. If I'm going to talk some crap about him in front of him, that means I got every intention of losing my job. Yeah. You know? Um, that's in a worker's think thinking. When you start talking about in his lifestyle, it's a whole different ball game. He believes that he is... Uh, as you said earlier, a genius, mm-hmm. a god to some extent. And, you know, they say it got a statement. Sometimes God got to be humble. For that's, sure. And see sure. what it's like. I mean, I, I think Kanye West, he, for me, he represents this new black, so-called new black type of sentiment where, you know, uh, resistance against overt racism and mm-hmm. systemic racism That's a thing of the past Yeah Now it's about The successful amongst us The most successful amongst us Leading the way Into our takeover Or our, us getting a seat at that table and For for power You know That sort of uh, sounds like A talented temp type thing Yeah Yeah for sure You know And uh, it has all the stylings of You know 2022 America Yeah Instead of 1910 America mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying But uh you know, what comes with that with Kanye is this immature type of just really shitting on our legacies of resistance. Yeah. And trying, you know, as he tries to, you know, drum up support of his artistic, techno savvy type of leadership and genius he's trying to promote mm-hmm. uh, for his business deals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not really for black folk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really for his business deals. Mm. But, you know, and, and, and how is this troubling? Because it produces statements like what Kanye West has been going on this past week. Mm. He compared himself. He compared what he's going through with the losing these business deals to a lynching. Right. A lynching 
And he, even going as far as compare himself to Emmett Till, you know, to what he posted on his Instagram story. Mm. Talking about, I'm being lynched like Emmett Till. You know what I'm saying? Look how they're lynching me. Mm. And, and bringing up Emmett Till, what happened to Emmett Till. Uh, of You know, what's happening in the Kanye West is not a lynching. Yeah. In any way comparable what happened to Emmett Till. Or, you know, so... I mean, then he he goes even further than that, you know, uh, or maybe no, in the same, really in the same frame, but as far as like, uh, you know, digging himself a deeper hole, and what he said, uh, in, you know, in reference to George Floyd, mm-hmm. you know, also as he's talking about him losing his biz- these business deals. So let's check out what he had to say real quick. Uh, I have the clip pulled up right here. So when I said that. That's about as insensitive and uh, moronic as you can get. And I, I guess he's styling himself as a comedian now. And, uh, but, you know, for me, that sounds like Candace Owens and them alt-right white boys, conservative white boys that enrich motherfuckers that he surrounds himself with. That's who's putting the battery in his back to make jokes like that. It's like, but because you lost a deal with Adidas... Now you know what it's like to have a knee on your neck like George Floyd did. I mean, it's well, you he equates his wealth, I guess, in the same sense as life. In the you know sense. what I'm saying? Um, dignity, maybe pride or something like that. Um, what you getting is a spanking. Right. You, you chose your daddy. Yeah, he, and your daddy punished him. Right. <laughs> but I, I do feel like in a sense where he knows what he's saying. It's not like he's just speaking his mind and just coming across insensitively. Mm. I think that this was more, that right there, that statement for me, I could be wrong, but it's ringing more like a, uh, a more deliberate type of shot at, you know, the supporters of George Floyd. You know, in, in in part, probably due to the lawsuit that the family is trying to pin on him, two hundred fifty million dollar lawsuit for what he had to say. Well, I mean, you put it into like like me and you, we seen the Candace on documentary. We went over that last week, and it's ironic that this come up. But you know, he was the one that was at the showing of that with the White Lives Matter shirt. He's been probably the biggest celebrity promoter. Of the film. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Me and you seen that film, and, you know, we spoke on our, di- our disagreements with the film, but one of the things we spoke on was the fact of, of how they was framing that whole George Floyd situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you pretty much went on Drink Champs and sp- pretty much spit the same damn thing that was in there. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. It's a battery in his back. You for, know? For sure. And... Uh, you, you see how they hide intentions. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, uh, I mean, for me, the conversation is less about the fentanyl that was in George Floyd's system and the fact that whether or not he was an angel, a movement rose up to 
to resist police murder and police brutality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is more about their the concern this conservative attempt to use the uh darker, I guess, sides, for lack of a better term, of George Floyd's past as a way not just to uh, point out this individual type of case, but if you watch the documentary and if you know anything about Candace Owens and other conservatives of this ilk, this for them, this is uh, a way of really pushing the politics that they held, that, that they've held firmly for decades now in terms of they are resisting and opposed any African-American uh, resistance or movement or push against police brutality. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Uh, you know, that's that's the true intention behind this. It's not just to point out flaws in the movement for George Floyd. It's to ridicule and 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 uh cause any movement against police brutality to be perceived by the public and their audience mm-hmm. as something misled, as something uh that should not be supported, and yeah. as something that's illogical yeah. and irrational. Mm-hmm. That's the intention of the George Floyd documentary that Kanye West is supporting. Now he might be, whether you think that he's too dumb to understand the yeah. true intention behind it, he, he, I think Kanye West just gets off on subverting black people's intentions and and feelings. You know what I'm saying? I think he does that uh, fashion-wise, culturally through the fashion. You know, mm-hmm. wh- whether it's his white boy preppy look yeah. or his rock star look. Or his daddy's shoes with the Yeezys, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like he, you know, he subverts, you know, fashion, you know, uh, culture, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think any anything he's looking to, uh, I think this for him, I think for Kanye West, he sees it as his avenue towards being seen as a genius. Yeah, if he can upset people's attachments to things that they, uh, he uphold. he wants to be to some extent. Um, like ancient Kimmy. He wants to be a cultural icon god. But he influences all sectors of, you know, culture, fashion, music, um, speech. Um, he sees himself as that. That's that genius, you know. That artistic genius. I do believe in a such thing as artistic genius. I do. Um, I believe there's been a couple artistic geniuses. Um, but that was more in the art. You know what I'm saying? I believe Miles Davis was artistic genius. You know? I believe Tupac was artistic genius. Um, and I believe other a lot of other hip hoppers were artistic geniuses. Um, but his is on a whole nother level. It's a certain level of humbling you got to have when you're doing that. I understand you want to be something or that person that makes that change. But, yo, you know, you equate your freedom with your money. Your life is your free. Your, your, your money is your life, you know. Emmett Till was lynched, and it took his life. Your money was snatched. It just took your money. 
You can get that shit back. And Mattel can't get his life back. And ultimately, those are currents running in two different directions. Two different directions. Your billionaire business deals and... Has never benefited and us. And black humanity and, and, and resistance in the face of, you know, our violent genocide and removal. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we got to have a class analysis of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to join the the oppressor class. You know what I'm saying? And be a black subordinate within it, yeah. which he's happy to do. Just look at how he shrinks himself next to somebody like Trump and worship, you know what I'm saying, worships it. Again, even with the Trump hat. Yeah. The th- the reason Kanye West loved the Trump hat so much is because uh, black people hated it. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I mean, shit, like, we just think it in the context of, you know what I'm saying, how he got his money, you know. Um, you made these deals, these white corporations. Um, you want us to feel pity for you for now your loss of that billionaire status, which is just a status. That wasn't like you had a billion in the bank. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when they took Adidas, they, that don't mean they could have took your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he, now he the, he, he the black man that lost the billy the quickest. Well, put it like this. He's worth now still... Four hundred million. We'll see how much he's worth in six months. I say this: I think that's just based on those solid investments he may have. See all of those deals. He, I mean, shoot, man, but, we can go down the list. This dude got shoot. You talking? He lost deals with Goodwill, Madame Tussauds, uh, Peloton, uh, Sketches, TJ Maxx. Christie's, I don't even know what the hell that is. Foot Locker, Adidas, uh, Gap, Def Jam. He's sort of been done with Def Jam. Valenciaga, Donda Sports. I mean, you signed a lot of master deals. And, um, you know. Look, here's my memory of Kanye in this past decade, right? He gets into money trouble. I remember I remember there being news about him in money trouble, tax type of trouble. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, he turns himself over to God. And starts, you know what I'm saying? And usually, I mean, you got to think, what's the connection between religion and taxes in America? You run a church. Your tax category, your, t- your taxation is different. True. You know what I'm saying? And then, so then he... So he goes from a moment of financial insecurity to starting a church and then forming partnerships with conservative evangelical type, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to the tune and, and through them connections, you know, to the tune of a billy or billions, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, the way he's moving, it's not, you know, he's not getting that battery from us. Yeah. He getting, he getting juiced up by ultimately our oppressors. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I like to see more people be a little bit more critical. You know, like, yeah, is he right that elite Jewish people are part of the the system of white supremacy? Yes. Yeah, he's not not the first person to point that out. Ain't the first person, ain't the last. If you're so 
enamored with Kanye just for pointing it out. You don't know enough about your tradition. Yeah. We got yes. records of that shit going back to like 1918. Right. And, and, <laughs> and, and that's what I see, Aki, is mostly niggas on the sidelines. The, mm-hmm. the ones that are lifting up Kanye the highest right now, mm-hmm. in spite of all the BS that he's saying about black folk, you know what I'm yeah. saying, specifically. That's my critique, what he's mm-hmm. saying about us and what he's supporting uh, that demeans us and our movement. Yeah. That Candace Owens documentary yeah. that's a, supported by a conservative white platform, Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That demeans our people's tradition of resistance. It does. And, uh, yeah, that's where my critique lies with him. And, uh, you know, it's mostly niggas that are on the sidelines. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Niggas that only dip a toe in to resistance and to organizing and, and, lead, and leading and being part of something truly revolutionary, radical, explicitly political. And counter, you know what I'm saying? From the grassroots, from the working class. Mm-hmm. Niggas that, that are completely on the sidelines of that struggle are the ones that got the most support to give to a celebrity, petty bourgeois nigga like Kanye West. Well, you gotta remember, man, the dangerous thing with that is that he's said some things that's historically wrong, but because 85%, as the God body say, 85% deaf, dumb, and blind. You know what I'm saying? They gonna roll with that. You know what I'm saying? They gonna roll with that. Um, because they look at the money. They aspire back to that. And thus they listen to what they say. Even when it don't make sense. Niggas PhDs out here who, who believe in some of this crazy shit. And cosigning. And think about how many PhDs and and, and not whether they PhDs or not, grown ass people that should know better. You've been on the planet Earth long enough that you should know better, and they still roll with it. So I mean, for all we can do right now is just you know. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst for my brother. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, he bounced out of this and bounced out of this with some with some uh with some common sense given by the ancestors. And that common sense go all the way back to the savannas when we was running around. Like that that's some real deal no, thinks it was shit that you need to tap into. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm not holding my breath about it, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm not holding my breath about it. Uh, we'll see if Kanye West make that change. Yeah. He, he, he lived about half his life already, if not, you know, more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? God willing, he live a long life, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, what Frederick Douglass say, it's easier to raise strong children than to repair broken men. And just like so many other brothers that we know, you yeah. Know, Kanye West has been broken in the unique, distinct ways that he's been broken, you know what I'm saying? And of course, you know, uh, as a black man, I definitely want the best outcome. Yeah, yeah, uh, most definitely there. Now, we might be criticizing our brother, but at the same time, we want to see our brother do well. You know, um, that's with understanding of what he had to go through, like a lot of us had to go through. He was a black man here in America, you know, so... And, and to be a black man here in America that come from that real deal black lineage here... When you start getting up into those corporation boardrooms and, and deals and shit like that, 
Ain't no telling what deals Look, gotta cut. If we don't engage in our history, our tradition, if we're not trained in it, raised up in it, if we don't do that work ourselves, our standards are going to remain low mm-hmm. as a people. And we're going to accept that so-called leadership and direction and philosophizing it, you know, from yeah. niggas that really don't need to be holding our attention in that type of way. Yeah. Like a Kanye West. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, we're going to keep it moving. We got a few more topics we're going to touch on. Uh, I, we gotta talk about you know what I'm saying my girl Lupita, her Lupita. fine ass, <laughs> Lupita. You know what I'm saying I'm a big Lupita fan. I think it's, her last name is pronounced Nyongo, Lupita Nyongo. I, could, I, I just call her Lupita. I know, yeah, I, I can't never pronounce it correct myself. But as far as I'm concerned, me and her, you know what I'm saying, know each other. Got you. Got so you. Her, she Lupita. I refer to her as Lupita. Lou. Yeah. I call it Lulu for short. Lulu for short? Yeah. Okay, then I roll with that. Uh, but she got a new sponsorship deal, Aki. Oh, and wow. we were just praising her for her principal stance against representing uh, African participants in the slave trade in a warm, cozy light. Yeah. Like the Woman King with Viola Davis just did that. We okay. reviewed a few episodes ago. Go mm-hmm. listen to that. I remember that. But, you know... Now she's going to be the new global ambassador of the diamond company, who known as the Beers, the Colonizer, the Colonizer. So what I know about the Beers is the Colonizer. That's now on. That's the name. The Beers of the Colonizer. Right. <laughs> the most popular, uh, for as far as what I know about the diamond industry, the Beers is the biggest name. They are the biggest crooks and robbers. On the east and the west coast. It's like some wild shit. How she do that, Aki? Like what's she what's she trying to what's she trying to achieve with that one? Like what's the what's the end game with that? Uh so I, I'm I'm trying to learn some of the history because I don't know enough about the beers. We should have done more studying about what the beers was all about. I say this, I may don't know the details, but I know from what I've been told from brothers on the continent, brothers off the continent, and even some small writings that the beers are exploiters of African black labor in those damn diamond mines. Mm-hmm. They hold communities and nations hostage. So so here I got some I got some Vice hi- got a great documentary on it. I got some history here from a Reuters uh uh article. British colonial adventurer and entrepreneur Cecil Rhodes consolidated mining concessions at the Kimberley Mine and incorporated De Beers Consolidated Mines in 1888. So we're talking about the colonial scramble for Africa. Heyday. Mm-hmm. Heyday at its peak. You know, and this this is when European countries are getting fat off of African resources. I mean, slave, I, I, of course, by 1888, Slave trade and slavery in the Americas is abolished, mm-hmm. but the colonial and which in part kicks off another wave of colonial expansion yeah. in still, Africa as technology advances and and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. They're still exploiting the Af- the continent even with the end of slavery in the colonies or in some of the colonies. I think it was still going on in Brazil at the time. So, uh, so yeah. 
Controver- I mean, uh, De Beers has also been criticized for profiting initially from exploitation through colonialism and then from the system of apartheid. Within South Africa, De Beers and Anglo were considered liberal as they consistently opposed the government on his racial policy. Harry Oppenheimer served for many years as a member of parliament for the anti-apartheid opposition. So uh, you see their direct involvement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's funny that Reuters, we shouldn't be surprised in that bullet point. They're, they try to criticize them for their involvement in colonialism and slavery. Yeah. And then in the same bullet point said that they were also on the other side. Yeah. But that's how they work. And, and we know that if we looked at the history without even looking, I, I can tell you that what the anti-apartheid measures that they supported were half measures. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They were never with the Winnie Mandela's. Yeah, and 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 others. And, uh, go ahead. I was just thinking. I did see a documentary on the beers, and they have the largest diamond mine is in South Africa. It, it's the size of a, a meteor crater. That's how deep and and that that's how much. First of all, it just make me say like, damn, they've been kicking diamonds out of that just one hole. You know. Forever, the, the motherland is rich. Same time, mad exploitation. You know, um, I don't understand why she would make a move like that. Um, especially just, you know, she's Kenyan. She they, she likes to say she's Kenyan Mexican because she was born in Mexico City, but she was raised in Kenya. Um, you know, she said, you know. She, when she spoke, she said, she said that even more importantly, my partnership with the De Beers allows me to extend my advocacy for women and girls around the world. Like, I don't know. Like, that sort of gives me the angle from which he's coming. But it, 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 it's one of those things of that. I guess for me, I'm disappointed because of what we spoke about her and how she stood up against Woman King and decided not to do that on a moral basis of what was done to African people. But then you become the international ambassador for the De Beers, who are well known over the continent as exploiters of African labor and life. So it's, you know, it's just another... You know, we seeing this right now, man. The world is changing, Aki. A lot mm-hmm. of shit is happening, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, the nationalists is a dying breed on this planet. So, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody's going to have that pan-African. Not everybody's going to have that revolutionary, you know, like we think we should. We, we figure we will be going towards that as we get in the different sectors and our stuff will gravitate there. But, as you know, they, they, they can't have no... You're right. I mean, nationalism is definitely facing maybe it's black nationalism is probably facing its greatest threat mm. you know what I'm saying uh, at this moment in time that's why we seeing all this wild yeah, like this ob- and, just and, obvious and, shit and I say that because black national unity is so low mm-hmm. and, and I think it's coming apart somewhat mm-hmm. and you know which I think the threads of new African revolutionary thought have to re-sew together <laughs> to put mm-hmm. it poetically you know what I'm saying? Because it's not going to be black that brings us back together. It's going to be something like New African that brings us back together. I mean, you know. Shoot. But, but uh, you know, 
just back on the the Lupita joint, like mm-hmm. uh, this is another example of somebody thinking that you know their partnership with the highest rungs of power. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's going to somehow lead to a more what diverse representation hmm. of the diamond industry that has already wreaked its havoc. Mm. It's already set the stage. Capitalism is now expanding into other markets. Yeah, yeah, with other uh, with new technology, new processes, and, and and new forms of production. So, but the beers helped establish the colonial world that we know of and are living through, and suffering through today yeah that legacy is permanent with the beers mm-hmm. so why does Lupita agree um I and it's weird too because the De Beers wasn't just in Africa mm. you know the De Beers were in South America Central America if it was a place they can get some diamonds some gold from that's where they going mm-hmm. you know west coast of Africa they was there for the gold um you know I don't know. I, I like I said, um, you know, she is in love with the colonizer, so it doesn't surprise me that uh <laughs> she would definitely make deals with him too. I'm right there with you, Aki. Yeah, so um but uh let's keep moving, Aki. You know, last topic for today is uh, you know, some more mess from the black petty bourgeois bourgeois black elite class and we touched on this before so we're not gonna spend too long on it but Barack Obama you know on the campaign trail for Democrats heading into the midterms coming up Mm -hmm. he's back to his Pookie and Ray Ray rhetoric Ah. you know saying that black people that vote it's your job to go out there and reach the Pookies I don't think he's ever said no disparaging name that he made up yeah for uh, for black women, yeah, he you never heard him say no Shaniqua or nothing like that. Yeah, I never heard that. But he he can say him and traffic in that type of language with black men. That's completely fine. Anti-black misandry is real. It's it's definitely real, Aki. And uh, of course, we know with his background, being Kenyan and white, and being raised by the white side. Was he raised by any Pookies and Ray Rays, Aki? Mm-mm. He didn't, he didn't grow up around them. He's no nigga. So think about how that... Pun- it's punching down in, yeah. a, in, in a way that's yeah. just deemed acceptable, you know? And there's been, you know, several even uh, articles that talk about this. Uh, but uh, let, let's play the, the, the most recent clip of him, him doing this, you know what I'm saying? And then we'll react some more. Sometimes he forgets stuff. So black, so th- this unique, this specifically black male trope forgets things. Is lazy. I mean, we're trafficking in black anti-black stereotypes. Yeah, characters, characters of black males, anti-black misandric characters of black males. Ain't that some shit? I mean, you know what I'm saying? 
And there's been several articles written about this trend from him. February 23rd, 2019, the New York Times. Why does Obama scold black boys? The former president still can't see the beautiful and complex, complex range of black culture. Another one, the Washington Post. Cousin Pookie is back. And yes, he is still sitting on the couch. That's from 2014. Of course, like his constant references to Cousin Pookie, which can only be a black man. You know the crazy shit, dog, King? Not long it's been since I heard a black man named Pookie, or even somebody just called Pookie in the hood. Obama got that up out of here. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't even recall, like, you know what I'm saying, meeting, you know. It's, I mean, first of all, it's, it's, it, it, it's a shot by the Democratic Party at sort of trying to shame black men like they've been trying to do for the last two or three months. Oh, all of their campaign strategy visually towards black men is, is, as, is as if they're talking to a pookie. Yeah. Booty to the polls. We're going to have some strippers. We're going to have some... Yeah. Yeah, nigga, no, no vote, no fucking. Right. If you don't vote, nigga, you ain't fucking. God is shit. Aki, we know the only thing you care about is fucking, Aki. All I care about is fucking, Aki. I guess that's just, you know. I mean, like, this, this is just get me, though. You know, like, uh, we talked about this before. Um, You don't. You don't even think about asking black men what they want. You don't even think about it. That's where the Democrats is at. Stacey Abrams, she came out with her little plan. But prior to that, it was only one other political, like, agenda-type plan out there for black males. And none of the shit that she really talked about was really on there, really. Um... It's no anomaly why some black males are thinking of going to the Democratic, I mean, the Republican Party, or voting independent or green, or not voting at all. Look how they try to get our attention. We did a whole show on Booties to the Pole. One of the most disrespectful things, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, is that the elders didn't have to do that to get black males out there to vote. You just had to talk the language that black men was talking. You know what I'm saying? Um, There's some serious shit, man, like, you know. And then he comes out, he gets on the bandwagon and, and manfolds that tropes, but I don't think Barack Obama really held any weight with black men. I don't really think that he he had more sway over black females than he had over black males. I think after the first term we seen and the situation with my brother's keeper and based on the fact, too, that a lot of the early deaths that took place in the last 10, 15 years took place on his regimen. So, you know what I'm saying? You know, men are much more a little pra uh, practical on, on terms of just analyzing and assessing. You know, um, they tried to shame us earlier when, you know, when it, with, with Kamala. Tried to get us to vote for Kamala. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a court and trying to court black male votes. And the reality is, is you see us, you want to use us for our votes, but you don't want to talk to us about the shit that we're really dealing with or what we want. You know, it's sort of one of those, you know what I'm saying, situations that we having to deal with. Right now, and black men, are, uh, as of lately, they've been talking a lot about this. They've been seeing this stuff. 
activists, been stepping out more. People that were politically active that you didn't know was politically active are questioning being politically active in the voting process. Even though I don't even think, I mean, I, the voting process is one portion of what you can use. It's power to be gained in real and other places of real power. But um, that's one of the tools that we could, can use to leverage, you know what I'm saying, as a people. But that just also shows the split and the divide in the community. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. You know, um, on one hand... It's really no wonder why Obama's so loved by his peers. Because they allow every single, you know what I'm saying, trope about black men that they hold to be affirmed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I think they feel an incredible sense of legitimacy on their anti-black male feelings if you have the first black male president, mm-hmm. which is co-signing it in, po- in policy and rhetoric, you know, and, uh, yeah, bro, it's disappointing. I mean, and you see, his language was used by the Hillary campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Hillary's campaign used that language of Cousin Pookie mm-hmm. and get, for, for, to get out the vote. Pookie and Ray Ray. Like, I'm just... I mean, look, that sounds like something latched onto by somebody that got their ideas about black culture from those 90s fucking... Uh, Bell hook books and shit like that. And the the movies that came out in that decade, too. Yeah. Like, like that sounds like something off of... Uh, uh, I can't remember the longest name of that movie. Why Sipping Your Juice in the Hood. You know what I'm saying? Don't the, don't don't be a menace while yeah, sipping your juice. Yeah, in don't the be hood. a menace while exactly. That sound like a trope that came out of that type of fictional depiction mm-hmm. or outrageous depiction of our culture. Yeah, like it, it's telling. It's definitely telling. I mean, um, you starting to see, you know, you seeing lately what they think of, you know, uh, black, you know, male thought. Uh, black male political views they really having to now ask us questions um I don't think they were prepared to hit them late this year but no they knew this stuff last year but I think they wasn't prepared maybe next time they'll be a little more prepared to sit down and have some conversations with uh, black males but um Obama jumping on the team and co-signing the shit I mean he he like I say, he was never really on our side like that. So um, he ignored black males, you know, uh, new African, ADOS, whatever you want to call them, black males, his whole time in there. So. Facts, Aki. I'm not really, you know what I'm saying? He just showing what he is. Our kinfolk, our skin folk ain't your kinfolk. That's the goddamn truth, Haki. Yeah, that's real. That's real. So uh, I think that about wraps it up for this episode, Haki. You know what I'm saying? I mean, our message to y'all this week, you know, keep that fire burning. You know, we're going to, we're expecting that cold weather to, you know, take a deeper root. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, take that vitamin D, get that sunlight where you can. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, keep it burning, y'all.
That's what's up. Keep it burning. Peace. Peace. Mic check, mic check, and a place to be. Fire this time, I key to G. Okay, that's a bar. <laughs> this is a bar. You put 15 more with those, nigga. You got you a verse. <laughs> <laughs>